Welcome to On Tangent, where online marketing, entrepreneurship, and life collide. I'm Maida, your online marketing bestie and fellow entrepreneur. It wasn't long ago that I was a corporate slave shackled by golden handcuffs, but now I get to run a flexible, fulfilling business that allows me to make an impact that extends far beyond me. Here, we believe in the power of free-flowing conversations and unfiltered discussions, where every topic is fair game, and there are no boundaries and no limits. Join me as we dive into conversations that will equip, entertain, and inspire you throughout your entrepreneurship journey with a dash of humor, lots of curiosity, and a touch of unpredictability. After all, life and marketing is full of surprises. Ready to join me? Grab your coffee or tea and let's get chatting. Hey there, my friend. Welcome back to On Tangent. I'm here today with Celine as usual, and today we're talking about the everyday marketing struggles as entrepreneurs. I feel like this is one of those things, one of those struggles that we all face very often, but it's always also kept under wraps. It's almost like a secret handshake of some sort or like a secret society between small business owners where no one really talks about it but everyone knows the other person is struggling because we're all in this kind of together but secretly so you know you people typically what you see usually show up online pretending everything is perfect and peachy but then we freak out in private where no one can see us and you know what? All entrepreneurs know this about each other. We all do it. If you didn't know, now you know. We also do it over here ourselves. And today's episode is our attempt at unsweeping, if that's even a term, all of those moments, all of those struggles from under that rug. And let's actually talk about it and gain some perspective because more often than not, we just need to know that we're not alone in this. And first things first, I just want to say the struggle is real. As small business owners, we wear countless hats from CEO to marketer to content writer to customer service rep to whatever. And it's like standing before an entire menu of challenges that we have to figure out. You have to be, like I said, the CEO, but also the strategist and so many different things and the list goes on. But let's be real because there are those times when it feels like we're shouting into the vast abyss of the online space, wondering if anyone out there is even listening to us. And I know this can definitely, you know, has been very, very true for us in the past here at Be The Buzz Academy. Yeah, for sure, because especially on a team as small as ours, or if you're doing everything by yourself, you're working in a void almost. There is no, you don't have a manager to report to. You don't have team members that you are managing. It's extra difficult because it feels like there is no feedback back and forth. There's no interaction. There's, it's like trying something and then there's some silence and you just need to wait and see if, if it works or something. And it can get really frustrating, but it's just kind of what we like to do or what I like to do in these moments is to just kind of recenter myself. We'll talk about this more later, but just remember that, remember what you're working towards, especially if you don't have someone to like bounce ideas off of or get feedback from. 
it helps, I think, to just have a reminder, put it somewhere on your desktop, like a sticky note, or just in your planner or something that this is what you're working towards. Like it'll help kind of in the grind or in the moment when it feels like, what am I doing? Yeah. And I feel like we've definitely had a lot of those moments, or at least I have. (laughs) Before I started even working with Celine, I was just sitting in my room doing my thing all by myself. And I was like, wait, what am I doing again? Why am I doing this? (laughs) So yeah, I totally agree with you. I I love the idea of having maybe like a sticky note or like a post-it maybe on your laptop or on your desktop or like your screen where you can just read it every once in a while when you're having those really tough moments. It's a good reminder. And I feel like a lot of times it feels like we're doing all of it, right? We're posting consistently. We're engaging on social media and on our blogs and everywhere else. We're promoting ourselves. We're promoting our products. We're building that email list, you know, building out our product suites and, you know, selling it. And yet growth is coming extremely slow. It's like trying to fight gravity and you're trying to make progress, but it all just feels so hard. It's like you're pushing what is that saying? It's like you're put you're pushing up, you're pushing something uphill. I don't know exactly what that saying is. Yeah. I think I don't know what the saying is either, but yeah, like you're it's an uphill battle, right? Right. Like you're just there trying to put yeah. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I feel like this is one of those areas where it's so easy to fall into burnout, especially when you don't have that feedback or you can't in the day-to-day or so close to things that you don't see the strides that you're making or the fact that you accomplish something. So then you're, you fall into the trap of, I need to do more. I need to do, I need to work longer. I need to make more progress more quickly. But that is such like a good, not a good way to burn out, but it, it, it is the road to burnout essentially. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when, when it is quiet, right? Like you put out all this content, you put out all these, you know, all this effort but no one's really responding to you, at least not to start. And so you think, oh, I'm doing something wrong or, oh, I'm not solving the problem at hand or whatever. And mm-hmm. so that kind of is like a it's like a vicious cycle where you're like, oh, I need to do more. I'm not doing the right thing. So I need to do more. I need to keep trying. I need to keep pushing when in reality, sometimes your audience is just quiet, but they are listening. So I think that's one of those lessons that I've recently learned the hard way also is that you never know who's listening. And like I've I've been talking about some of the same things over and over on social media. And I always like think to myself, ah, no one's listening because not a lot of people are responding or whatever. But then it just takes that right messaging or maybe it's just that right day when the audience is actually ready to listen to you. That's when they will take action. That's when they will react. It's it's not just about what you say and how you say it, but it's also about how they receive it. Is it a good time for them? Is it a good day? Are they having a rough day? Because if they're having a rough day, they're not listening to nobody, you know? So, <laughs> so keep that in mind as well. Yeah. And to just to add to that, trying like trying not to fall into the trap of nobody's responding. So I need to try something else. I need to do something else. That's all well and good if you've been doing something for 
let's say like a month, two months, three months, and the response has been crickets the whole time, there has been nothing, then maybe you can evaluate, okay, what am I doing wrong? Is this an opportunity to try something new? Have I learned something from this? But if you succumb to that feeling all the time, like if it's every week that you're like, I need to change this, every other day that you're like, okay, I need to change this, you're not giving yourself enough time to learn from the strategy that you're taking or the method that you're trying to use to engage with your audience. Because Maida's right. Like people need time sometimes. Like when you're, especially if you're thinking about like on the social media side, the algorithm isn't going to be kind to everyone all the time. There are people that I follow that I wish I saw more often. And then I go to their page because I haven't heard from them in a while. And they're posting every day, every other day, every week at least, but it just never shows up on my homepage. And so this message that they posted a week ago totally resonates with me, but I just didn't get a chance to see it because I missed it for whatever reason. And now I'm ready, but it's a week after the fact, you know? Yeah. And to add something to what you said earlier about trying whatever it is that you're trying for a little while, like one month, two months, three months. And my little analyst antennas, from back when I was a data analyst like perked up because I don't know if you know this but you never like you only can see and understand a trend or to even determine if something is a trend only if it has been tracked for at least three months that's when you what's that that's good to know yeah so it's it's like a very common data and like an um, analytics knowledge that anytime you look at data, you want to have at least three months worth of data to understand what is even happening in whatever your data set is about. So if it's about revenue, you want to look at three months at a time or like over, you know, three months plus to see what your revenue is doing or um, how some is something trending positively or negatively or whatever. So in order to kind of apply that here to small business marketing, it's when you try something, even though it feels like it's not working, do it anyway and track. Give it time. Yeah, yeah. And track your results just so you can look back and see, okay, in the last three months, how has something been trending? Is it working? Is it not? If it's not working, obviously you can try something a little bit different, like add something else to it or whatever the strategy is but I feel like a lot of people tend to ditch whatever strategy it is way way too early and I will say even though I know all of this I have done this myself (laughs) like it's hard when you're in it it's easy to like look back at it and say like oh you shouldn't I shouldn't have done that you shouldn't have done that but that's part of what this podcast episode specifically is about right it's recognizing that these things happen and that it happens to everyone. The temptation is so real to just, that didn't work last week. I'm going to do something else. Because it feels like you want to take control of this like scary situation, this unknown, like, I don't know why this isn't working. So let me do something about it. Mm-hmm. But then it ends up being like counter, like counter to what you're trying to actually achieve. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that kind of leads into the whole mindset piece when it comes to our everyday marketing struggles is that Mm -hmm. being an entrepreneur, 
entrepreneur really, really tests your mental strength. And that was something I definitely learned the hard way very early on. I feel like you have to be able to acknowledge where your mindset is limited, where it's kind of stuck, and basically start working on improving that first because this, like, your mindset is going to be your biggest hurdle, even though, like, you might not think that it is. But if it is a fixed mindset and you kind of don't see everything or most things, as an opportunity to learn, to grow, to try, to pivot and like just, you know, having that growth mindset instead, if you don't think that you need that, but you really do. Unfortunately, that's going to hold you back every single time. And yeah, I was just going to say, like, it's easy to sit here and talk about strategy and stuff, especially when you've got some distance from it. But it's also but mindset and then the ability to learn from your mistakes and just the things that happen is so important just as like a professional human being, whether you stick to being an entrepreneur or eventually you decide, no, I'm going to go back to this or I'm just going to be a consultant or whatever. The ability to learn from your mistakes and recognize that there is always something for you to improve on is so valuable. And I feel like I'm going to talk about this a little bit more later because I truly believe that recognition and I guess a touch of humility in this space is so valuable. But yeah, being an entrepreneur is such a commitment, not even just in terms of like the risks and the work that it takes, but just being like in a good mindset to do it. Like it's really like a test of character. <laughs> yes, it really is. And that's that's the thing. So I feel like, again, like we're trying to unsweep these things from under the rug, right? And I feel like, yes, it is a lot. All of these mindset issues that we're talking about It is something that a lot of entrepreneurs, especially new entrepreneurs, struggle with a lot, but only the very few actually talk about it and come out and say, yep, this is what I did wrong and how this is how I'm fixing it. And this is I have money like some people talk about money mind blocks and maybe some people talk about, you know, their uh, imposter syndrome or self-doubt there's self-sabotage there's so many things that some people talk about but most people do not but most people do deal with it like I definitely deal with imposter syndrome I definitely have self-doubt and Mm -hmm. I have self-sabotaged in the past very very much so and so I feel like again like these are the type of mindset things that uh, mindset pieces that we're kind of trying to bring forward and bring into light but there's also a magical piece about all of this right and here's the truth those everyday marketing struggles that we're encountering they're not roadblocks necessarily um they can they make up your unique roadmap to success even though it's hard to see sometimes all of those setbacks is what makes your story your story and it's what makes your story so unique so embracing these challenges and dealing with them one by one and not giving up not quitting that's the best way to push forward and I know sometimes it feels like you're fighting a battle but not calling it quits is like stepping into like an area basically like an arena 
putting on your armor <laughs> and engaging in some sort of battle. Um, so knowing that you're doing that every day, you're choosing to put on this armor, you're choosing to go into this battle and you know you're going to come out on the other side strong. That's that's how you don't quit and that's how you don't give up and that's how you push forward and that's how you overcome all of these struggles. And it's in this fight where the magic, I think, happens where your story actually even starts and it's the failures and the experiences gained from that from those struggles that build the character and I feel like a lot of times we don't appreciate where our story starts we just want to be at the end of our story we just want to be at that successful stage but we also need to take a moment and stop and appreciate our like our starting point because our starting point is what makes the success so much sweeter along the way and at the end. I just wanted to add on to that, that the fact that the start, the fact that you've already decided to commit to this decision is probably one of the biggest hurdles that you are going to face as an entrepreneur. If you are facing these challenges now where you feel like you're shouting into the void or the days just feel like a grind or it feels like you're not making progress, you already made the very, very difficult decision to take this chance you would be doing yourself a huge disservice if you just gave up because it started to feel hard. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. to say that all of these are like in like these struggles are invalidated or anything because they are totally valid. Like the whole point of this episode is to show that yeah, these are things that even we struggle with, but just the fact this I guess the point here is that know that you're not alone and that you've already done a very difficult thing. Don't give up at the next minor inconvenience. <laughs> yes that is so true and um just to add on to that i guess maybe this is a good segue into the next section of this podcast episode but we wanted to give you guys some actionable steps to help you push forward when that tough time comes or like when you are having these thoughts when you are having these struggles so we'll go through a few different action steps i would i guess you can call them to help you push through those times so the very first one you know, we've already been talking about this just right now, which is resetting your mindset or like minding your mindset, really. <laughs> and this is again, this is a tough one because you have to put in the intentional work well, first, acknowledging that you need to put in the work and then actually put in the, the work to become aware of your mindset blocks and learn about how to move past them. And if that means you need to seek therapy or maybe a coach or maybe a mentor, you know, any of that is amazing. And there's no like negative connotation to any of it. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It's absolutely that, you know, I almost want to say it's actually the opposite. If you, if you don't think you need therapy, then may, then you definitely need therapy. <laughs> so <laughs> I just think it's one of those things I feel like everyone should have a therapist, but maybe I'll just stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, I am definitely like an advocate for therapy. And I think, I think I was talking to my, like my general doctor or something. She was like, I think the world would be a better place if everyone had a therapist. And I was like, oh my gosh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. And yeah, to that point, like knowing that you need help isn't a sign of weakness. I think that is one of the hardest lessons that I had to learn as an early professional or just as an early adult when I was younger. Like part of it was maybe the way that I grew up 
that asking for help was this thing that you absolutely don't want to do. But that, that's a totally different, we're not going to go into that, but asking for help is totally normal. And I feel like things will move faster when you know when you need to reach out for help. And resetting your mindset, the first step is kind of being aware of when you need to do it. And if you need help recognizing those things and figuring out how to break that pattern, more power to you. Now that you know what you need to do, just go do it. And, you know, resetting your mindset is hard, but it's one of those things that you should do as often as you need to, whether you just need to take a day off every month or one day a week, you just need to take some time for yourself or you need a specific hour, 30 minutes, 50, whatever, however much time you need every day, the better everything will be for it, you know, instead of struggling and making the process more miserable for yourself. Resetting your mindset is one of those things that'll help you succeed in the long term. And to add to this, I recently posted something on Instagram about resetting your mindset that I think this would be a good time to mention or kind of just bring up here is there's this one question that you can ask yourself to help you reset your mindset. And it's and this is the question. And again, this is on Instagram, so if you ever need to go back to it, it's posted there as well. But the question is, what does the story that you've created about yourself say? And most importantly, is it true? Because if you think about it, as long as whatever story that you've made up about yourself, as long as you believe it, it it gives it power and it, it is true for better or worse. So if you're telling, if your story is that I'm a failure or I'm no good at who am I to even, you know, provide the service, provide this offer or whatever it is, then, then you are not good enough because you're telling yourself that and you're believing it about yourself. So you start behaving based on that thought. So you will half-ass things. So <laughs> you will not show up. because you believe that you cannot show up 100%. So think about that question. What does the story you've created about yourself say? And is it true? And if it's not, how can you change that narrative to something that is true, that is positive, that does help you move forward? I love that. And I think I need to use that for my everyday life and not just my professional (laughs) life. (laughs) I know I I recently thought of that question and I I feel like I probably saw it somewhere and I just I thought I I came up with it on my own I don't know but I probably read it somewhere and I just don't remember but when I when I thought of it I was like wow that's such a powerful question because that answer could literally go in so many different directions for every single person everyone's story is different everyone's thought process is different and when it comes to entrepreneurship I feel like because we're doing this like so like in silos basically we tell ourselves all these different stories that might not necessarily be true but we believe it to our core and we carry that on our backs when in reality maybe that load is not ours to carry so right get rid of it if you if you don't need it (laughs) i love that (laughs) So that was our first actionable step, which was to reset your mindset. The second second step we have is to embrace the journey. And while the destination is important, this this is something I feel like 
again, not a lot of people talk about, but while the destination is important, the journey itself is where all the magic happens, where most of the growth takes place. And this was kind of what I was alluding to earlier, which is all those step backs, all those failures, all those things like lessons that you learned along the way. That's what creates your unique story, your creates your unique knowledge and expertise and that's what makes the destination or like the success at the end of the road so much sweeter so that's one of our biggest takeaway for you is embrace the journey and the third action step we have is community connection and this is more of like a reminder that you're not navigating this journey alone join your besties your business besties your fellow business (laughs) owners and create those connections and you know that's one of the goals here on on tangent but (laughs) we want to create that kind of community the kind of community that you can you know you can reach out to us we we'd love to connect with you if it's over dms via email whatever it might be but create those connections because the more you share with one another you realize what all the raw experiences are that other people are having that might very well be just like yours and that's how you start swapping insights and you you know you share lessons and all of a sudden what are you doing you're amplifying each other up and I think that's one of the pieces that not a lot of entrepreneurs do we feel like again we run in these silos and Instead, let's con- let's focus on community connection. Yeah, I think finding community, whether it's on social media, in person, wherever, it's so valuable because you get to reach out to people who have probably been in your situation before. And then you get some of that validation, right, that you're not facing this alone, that this isn't something that f- that. So when you face something by yourself, it almost feels like it's insurmountable, like, oh, my goodness, this is a huge roadblock. I don't it feels enormous, right, because there's a lot of mental pressure. There's a lot of emotional pressure. But knowing that someone has encountered that and found a way out of it, around it, addressed it head on, it's so comforting because then it opens up the possibilities and you're not stuck with just spinning your wheels by yourself. So definitely, if you ever want to reach out to us about anything that we've talked about or just want our opinions as entrepreneurs or, you know, just want an ear, sometimes it's hard and you end up feeling so isolated and alone because you don't have someone to talk to. None of your friends are entrepreneurs or, you know, you can't talk to your coworkers about it because you don't want them to know or whatever. But just having a place to put those thoughts and to get some sympathy, even if you don't want any advice, it's so nice to have because it's validating. Yes, very, very true. I think that's a key part to be validated because Again, we we just think like, oh, it's just me. I'm the only one struggling. But mm-hmm. to talk to someone else and like be validated that, yes, this is very hard. What you're doing is hard. It just not that it's like a, it's supposed to be like a pity party, but it helps you to realize, wow, I am doing something really freaking hard and right. I can do really hard things. So it just helps to kind of like think of it that way too. All right. The next actionable step we have for you guys is adapt and experiment. And this is more about like, let me put it this way. 
Marketing is like a living organism constantly evolving, right? It just feels like every day you look at it and it's grown or like something has changed. It's grown legs. All of a sudden it's grown arms. <laughs> like it just evolves so much. So be open and be ready to try new strategies and turn your ability to adapt into your superpower because trust me, this digital landscape is only going to keep evolving. There's nothing about marketing that will stop. It's never going to be stagnant. I mean, one of the biggest examples that we have is AI currently, mm-hmm. the chat GPT and just AI in general. So much of that is evolving the marketing landscape. So if you're going to be snoozing on it, you're probably going to be falling behind. So just Try to evolve with it. Try to adapt as the strategies change, as the market changes. Yeah, I think adaptability is probably one of the most underrated skills that you can have as an entrepreneur and just as a professional in general, whether whether that's in marketing or just business, like especially when you think of startups, you think you hear like the stereotypical, like you have to move fast. And there is some truth to that, like adapting. It doesn't mean that you should adopt every trend willy-nilly just because it's trendy and you feel like you should. But just recognizing that, hey, this kidding. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) But recognizing that it's something you need to look into, right? Like don't ignore it. I I think that's one of my biggest complaints about, I don't know, people in marketing, especially in like bigger corporate jobs. Maybe I'm just talking about a past life, but you're not going to make progress if you keep trying to use outdated methods. It just, it doesn't make sense. If everybody is, you know, doing digital marketing and websites are important to establishing, you know, like your presence and stuff, like, why would you put that off? Like, it sounds silly when I say that, right? But maybe that's what people are going to say about AI in 10 years or whatever. So be open to these ideas. Yes, exactly. I'm like nodding along the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, very true. Keep, keep Keep doing what you know will work, like the basics, like website, SEO, things like that, but also evolve with the times. And our last actionable step is I think we talk about this pretty often throughout all of our different episodes, but celebrate your progress celebrate celebrate the wins that you have no matter how small because it's easy to overlook those little wins those small wins or what you think might be small wins when our goals are so so big but what what we're here to say to you today is do not skip celebrating those small wins because each step forward no matter how tiny is a cause for celebration and means you're one step closer to your end goal, one step closer to that success that you're envisioning in your mind. And they definitely can add up and create and help you create that unique journey that we talked about. So do not skip over those small wins. Yeah. Progress is progress. And I know we talk about it often, but it bears repeating. You have to celebrate everything. You're only going to do more of the things that bring you positive reinforcement, right? If you recognize, yes, I like this. I like the progress that this is making. Then you're going to want to do more of it. Yes. It's like, yeah, like positive reinforcement. All right. That is all we had for you guys. So let me just really quickly recap 
the actionable steps that we talked about to help you push forward when it comes to your everyday marketing struggles, which is one, reset your mindset, two, embrace the journey, three, build a connection with your community, four, adapt and experiment, and five, celebrate your progress, celebrate your wins. All right, friend, so there you have it. A roller coaster of everyday marketing struggles and how to push through. And if this episode spoke to you, your entrepreneurial soul may be caught on to this and you enjoyed it. Don't keep it to yourself. Please share it with your fellow business friends who are also navigating the same maze that we like to call entrepreneurship. Until we chat again on the next episode of On Tangent, keep pushing forward and rising strong, my friend.